Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events and updates from May 5th, 2020. We are going to start off with the British royal family. It was a pretty light day, however, um, there were a, there was one thing um, from the Prince of Wales, um, and so he today um, the 125th anniversary edition of the National Trust magazine um, was released, um, and the Prince of Wales had um, written a forward for it. So some of the quotes include um, that the National Trust, uh, quote, it continues to provide countless ways for us all to connect personally and profoundly with nature and our heritage and to be inspired to take action ourselves. Um, And then he also went on to talk about how the National Trust has its parks and locations closed at the moment um, due to the ongoing situation, um, but that they have found ways to continue to um, allow people to explore nature. Um, So that is really, really good. Um, And that was it today for the British royal family. Um, And now we are going to move on to Belgium. Today, uh, Queen Mathilde had a phone call with the um, lead midwife at um, the White and Yellow um, Cross, which is a midwife and healthcare agency. Um, and so, this midwife um, is, you know, obviously continuing to um, work and guide um, deliveries of babies. Um, and so this was on the occasion of International Midwife Day. Um, so that was a great conversation for her, the for Queen Mathilde to have. Um, and that is it for Belgium, another light day there. Um, and so now we are going to move on to um, the Dutch royal family because there was nothing new in the nether or there was nothing new in Denmark after their celebration yesterday of their Liberation Day. Today in the Netherlands, it is Liberation Day, um, always celebrated on May 5th. This is something that the Dutch people Um, have always celebrated um, with Remembrance Day on the 4th and then the celebration of Liberation on the 5th. Um, And so usually it's a bigger day. There's a concert with a lot of people um, that is not being held. Um, So the Royal House sent out a social media just kind of generic um, expression of uh, the day. 
with a picture from the um, launch of the 175th or the 75th anniversary um, year from last August when people could still gather. It made me long for those days again. Um, so there is still a concert that happened tonight, um, but obviously there were no, there was no audience. Um, and so at the end of the social media post, they wrote, uh, because May 5th this year, we celebrate at home. So, so that is how, uh, the Dutch Royal family's day went. They were celebrating their liberation day at home. And now we are going to move on to Norway. Today, uh, Crown Prince Akun participated in four video conferences um, with different organizations throughout Norway, um, charitable organizations. So um, he met with um, an ambulance association. Um, and during these calls, he has just and continues to um, commend people for their adaptability, talk to them about how the crisis is affecting their day-to-day -day lives um, in Norway is actually starting the process of reopening um, and has been for a couple of weeks. Um, so he's talking about what that looks like for each um, different organization and how um, reopening and what social distancing measures they're taking in their day-to-day -day lives now. Um, and so that is it for Norway. And now we are gonna move on to Spain. Today in Spain, we had another day of three events. Uh, they're shortening us from five to three, so that's interesting. Um, so today, uh, Queen Letizia met with the Microfinance Foundation for BBVA, which is a bank, um, and they were talking about the um, 2.2 um, million entrepreneurs and businesses um, that have received these microfinancing loans um, to to start small businesses. Um, so they were talking about how that um, is going in COVID times and also just in general. Um, and then Felipe and Letizia met with um, EMT Madrid, which is the municipal um, transport company, so who runs uh, the local Madrid transportation system, um, and they were talking about the detailed measures, um, protocols, and such that they have taken um, to address the pandemic with their um, transportation ways. Um, so they have done things like in, um, introduce an extremely strict 
um, disinfecting spray cleaning protocol, um, which will help protect obviously the employees, but also the travelers um, from um, potentially a resurgence. Um, and this is all a part of Spain's post-COVID-19 response. Um, and so that is a really great thing to hear. Um, and yeah, so that is what they were doing. And then uh, Felipe met with economists um, where they talked about um, the initiatives that their organization is working on um, to address the COVID-19 economic situation um and also the um hope for a progressive business revival um that will allow spain to overcome the economic impact that they are more than likely going to face um as a consequence of the pandemic um so just a little bit of a rundown um spain's economy already sucked um, it was already in really, really bad shape. It was getting a lot better, um, but it was still doing pretty, pretty poorly. Um, and now this has happened. Um, and so obviously their economy is taking a hit, much like the American economy and the world economy. Um, and the way they don't have <laughs> the greatest structure in place to make up for this loss in any kind of measurable way. So Economists and other smart, smart people are working on plans for Spain to um, kind of regain some economic standing um, as part of a COVID-19 response, but also long term to hopefully maybe bust back their economy even further than where we were pre-COVID. Um, so that is a really interesting thing. And that is the day for the Spanish royal family. And now we are going to move on to Sweden. Today, we had a couple of things from uh, the King and Queen of Sweden. Uh, so first, King Carl Gustav had a video conference meeting with the president for the parliament of Sweden, um, where they talked about the government's work um, on their response to COVID. Um, so Sweden is an interesting country in that it never really did the the shutdown that every other country that I talk about and also like the country I live in have done. Um, but they still have done a lot of steps to um, decrease spread and things along those lines. Um, so they were talking about the government's continued plan as this, you know, the, not that the emergence is gone, but the growing problem is not so growing anymore. Um, so they talked about how the government protocols are going to kind of stay in effect and what's changing and what's not. Um, and then uh, Queen Sylvia wrote a letter today, um, an open letter to the Swedish elderly population, as well as relatives of theirs and um, staff members of elderly care centers. Um, and so it's a really great um, 
letter where she talks about, um, you know, what a hard time this is. And I think, um, it talks about like her own personal experience and being a caregiver for someone. Um, and she then said like, perhaps a video, uh, she then said, quote, perhaps a phone or video call letter or text message may not provide the same contact and presence that can be accommodated in the personal meeting. It can't replace a hug or a warm hand on a tired shoulder, but it can still mean so much to those sitting alone and isolated. Um, and so I just think that's a really nice gesture um, and something that is really great to see from her as one of her passions is um, the elderly, um, specifically with dementia and aging um, but just in general with the elderly, um, in total. So that is, uh, what was going on in Sweden. Um, and that is the end of today's episode. Um, so I will talk to you all tomorrow. Uh, until then stay safe, stay home, stay well. Bye.